Welcome to episode 15. This is one we are so excited to share with you guys. We have Kayla Carrasso on this week's episode. She is the creator of The Social Society and happens to be the babes in business go-to social media strategist. Yes, that's right. She is our go-to girl. In January 2018, Kayla made the big decision to quit her full-time job to pursue her very own business dream. She started Social Collective a creative agency focusing on social media, influence, events, and content creation at the age of 27. Kayla has two businesses under her belt, plenty of projects to keep her busy, and a global online community who have been able to transform their ideas into a successful online business. In this episode, we chat with Kayla about where it all began for her as a freelancer, also working full time, trying to make ends meet, trying to make it in this industry and setting up a business from the ground up as a solo entrepreneur. What I love about what Kayla's created is that she's recognized that small businesses and creative entrepreneurs alike have really big dreams and amazing aspirations, but more often than not with a limited budget for training resources and business development programs and tools, right? So Social Society was born to bridge the gap between their bright ideas and a profitable business without breaking the bank, all while saving you from making the many mistakes that most startup businesses make. We love working with Kayla. She's been our go-to chick for a very long time. She's taught us everything that we know about social media, online presence, Instagram and Facebook growth, building businesses online. She is just incredible and you are going to totally love this chick. She's hilarious. We love her and we are so excited to share her with you. So if you'd love to connect with Kayla from the social system, make sure you check out the show notes where you'll have access to her website, her Instagram, as well as her members only Facebook group, where she shares weekly tips, tutorials, and free courses for you for guaranteed growth success on your social media. And don't forget, guys, you can follow us on Instagram by heading over to at Babes Talking Business, where we do a shout out of the week every week. Leave us a review on iTunes. Let us know what you're thinking about our content and our channel. And don't forget to leave your Instagram handle and or your website so that we can tag you and share you with our followers. You can also check us out on our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com, where we have loads of more information, including upcoming events and information on babes in business. And last but not least, this podcast is actually a vlogcast, meaning you can go and watch every single interview live by heading over to our YouTube channel. Links for all of these are below in the podcast notes and on our website as well. So without further ado, we are so excited to introduce to you this total mega babe, Kayla Carrasso. Hello and welcome. Welcome to our podcast, Kayla. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Super excited. So, it's our first one from different angles of the world. I know, as Kayla said it before, what's it like doing business different angles of the world? <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. For those of you who don't know this supreme being, she's my beautiful sister. Um, Kayla, so good to have you on the show, girl. Thank you for hopping on. I'm so excited to chat with you with our business hats on. I know. This is awesome. I've been like absolutely loving your episodes lately, so I'm actually so excited to be here today. 
Thank you. Thanks, girl. Thanks, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'd love for people to get to know you a little bit better and, and what you do in business because um, obviously Loz and I are really passionate about the digital age and how everything's going online and we've obviously built our businesses totally online through social media. So you are someone who works in the realm of social media and your business is revolved around helping people build their following, build their engagement, getting their message out there and obviously building a business online. So tell us a little bit, how did you even get into this? Because you were in events, you were amazing at event coordination, you were in hospitality. How did you transition into something like this? I, I guess I went from being like in marketing in the hospitality industry to starting up doing social media on the side. So it was like my side gig. Um, and it was just a really cool freelance thing for me. I was obsessed with Instagram when it came out, like just spent so much time researching into it. Um, and yeah, digital expert. I'm just such a geek. Like ask Shani, I literally am such a nerd for all this stuff. So I just kind of like threw myself into understanding everything about it. And as Instagram progressed, I just became like obsessed. So um, taking on clients on the side um, and then it kind of transitioned. Like I think I had so many mistakes made when I started my own business that I wanted to help other people not make the same mistake as me. So that's kind of how social society started as like a, Hey guys, this is what I did wrong. So don't do this. Um, as well as here's all the knowledge that I know about Instagram and it kind of was an accident, but it's been like an awesome ride and it's been so good being able to help people. I wish that I had someone giving me these answers and resources when I was starting out because it would have been a way easier process. <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah. I actually loved being your guinea pig <laughs> you and mum the best guinea pigs ever so that um, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because mum has more Instagram followers than me like it's actually nuts <laughs> it's like there's a theory to the madness it works <laughs> and so for people who maybe are tuning in Kayla tell them a little bit about what is what is your business called and like how long have you been doing it for? Cause I know it obviously started off as a little side hustle. So tell us a little bit more about the business side of things. Yeah. So I basically um, in January this year branched out on my own and started social collective. So it's always been the name of like my freelance business, but I guess now it's like the creative agency. So we do everything from like marketing strategy to digital strategy PR events um, and also collaboration. So we kind of link um, influencers up with our brands and our clients and we kind of get the conversation starting online by using these influencers. So that is social collective. And then there's like an umbrella of that, which is social society. And that is the social media training and I guess like expertise in a way. So that's the online portal where we do tips and training and tutorials. Like I'm constantly even upskilling myself and then kind of teaching um, my learnings with all my clients and all my members, which is really cool. So uh, I guess it's largely based on social media um, and I'm, I'm considered to be like a social media or digital sort of expert, but um, yeah, there's a lot of other fun aspects to the business as well. I'm, I'm originally, you know, a marketing manager or a, I guess a creative. So we get to work on a lot of really cool things, um, creating content and film and, um, sort of editing and videos and graphic design and stuff as well. So 
um, I guess social collective, uh, the best way to describe it would be um, creative agency. I love that. And yes. I will really lucky enough for you to come along to our Babes in Business retreat over in Bali oh, earlier this year. So soak up some of your wisdom and um, learn some of those awesome dance moves. <laughs> I was going to say the last like memory I have of us is um, singing to Salt and Pepper, which is really fun. <laughs> awesome. Well, my last memory is you rapping to I'm Different. So... <laughs> <laughs> that was my, that could be the story of my life song that would yeah that would be it <laughs> I love it so social media and all the different social media platforms they're ever changing it's always like there's algorithms to play with there's new things coming up there's like new rules that's totally like seriously last week I learned about something on Instagram and this week it's different like how do you keep up because that's a big part of your business, knowing and understanding all the rules and regulations, the terms and conditions, the algorithms and stuff like that. What's it like to have to constantly be updated with all the new things coming in with social media? Is that like something that is a challenge in your business or do you love that? I'd love to know because I don't have anything like that in our business. Yeah, it's, it's actually, it can get stressful. In the beginning, I loved it because in the beginning it was so easy. Uh, and I think as Instagram has progressed and even like online businesses in general have progressed, they've kind of implemented all these things. So it's like they've learned as they've been, as they've been going along as well. Um, and I, for me, it's I'm investing constantly in courses and I'm a part of all these associations where you're the first to find out about updates. So things like IGTV, um, that was leaked, I think it was like six months ago now. Uh, it wasn't even called IGTV. So things like that, where they start leaking this news, I'm a part of all these associations where I'm constantly keeping attuned to what's coming and what we can expect from the app. And um, yeah, they always release it to kind of like your high tier businesses and influencers first to test it. And then you get to experience that from these associations. Like they'll give you a bit of a demo into what that looks like. Um, but with, you know, these rules and regulations, that's probably the most stressful part of the whole thing because I spend a lot of my day logging on and just checking like what's going on. Has something happened? Like Mark Zuckerberg really screwed the whole thing up for everyone. So, um, I guess since then it's literally like I spend anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour just trolling the internet for anything. Like is, has anything happened? Has there been any updates that I don't know about? And I guess too, I have a developer that works on our Instagram pod. So that's kind of like an app that we've um, developed outside of, you know, on your iPhone, it's like a thing that you've got to download. So he also gives me these insights as well into like how we can communicate with Instagram. And if there's changes, he often gets notifications as well. So there's a lot of moving parts. It's definitely not just any one page that I that I read. It's like a bunch of different memberships. I'm doing monthly courses just to make sure I, I refresh myself and keep upskilled and everything. And yeah, making sure every single day, the first thing that I do is check for any news on Instagram or Facebook. Um, so yeah, it can get quite stressful and you're like usually the first person I tell I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is happening. And yeah, there's a few people that I just like a little SOS message too. Um, and then, yeah, eventually that will all be as well available for people in my um, membership group too, which is cool. Um, yeah. It's got to, it's, you know, it's constantly changing. I feel every single time I nail the algorithm, they change it again. And it's like, oh, got to learn something new yeah. every single day, but it's cool. It keeps me on my toes, which is awesome. 
Mm, for sure. It's crazy with the platforms that we have these days, though, that are available to small businesses to use. Like once you, it's, I've loved learning from you and obviously learning what you've taught Shen as well, because at the end of the day, it is, it's free advertising that businesses can use. If you know how to use it well, you can really leverage your business. And so, like Shani said, at the start, like we've built our business purely online and being in the business field, watching people use social media, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, I guess we, every time we see a post, I, I know there's an intention behind it, but it's so easy for people who aren't working in the online space to just look at all these pretty posts and think, beat themselves up about this social media game without like even social media influencers are thinking, Oh, that's a pretty picture without actually thinking, Oh, they're actually getting paid to post that. Or there's a reason they posted that at that time. So it's crazy how much strategy and all the techniques that go into all these different platforms. And I can't imagine how you keep up with it all. <laughs> it's crazy. And it's, it's so funny when I get a new client and I start coaching someone, how different everyone's perception, all the different levels of Instagram is like, something so simple as chatting about hashtags. Some people are rattled like, oh my gosh, this is amazing information. <laughs> it's really cool in that aspect too, being able to teach people the do's and don'ts. So I made, I made all the mistakes and I guess my growth process was so delayed because I was learning myself. So it's just really mm. cool to be able to like, just don't do what I did. Here's like a three year process condensed into a one year process. So that's been really cool. Yeah. I know. And we're so lucky to have you as our official social media strategist for Babes in Business. I know that all the girls on our team just love having you around and just love having that person to be able to reach out to and ask questions because you literally always have the answers like straight away. <laughs> we'll just like send you, send you a, a ping and you're like, yep, nope, yep, nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's cool though. Sometimes I get asked questions that I don't know. I'm like, oh yeah, so let me just quickly find that. And here's the answer. So it's cool. Like it's, we've got, you guys have the most amazing online community as well. So I love um, hanging out with you girls and working with you girls. Um, oh. awesome. I'd love to ask you a question about your own business journey though. Cause I know obviously you started off doing this on the side cause you just loved it. How did this, how did the side hustle kind of transition into a full-time gig? Like how did, what did that journey look like for you? I honestly have had the worst luck with bosses. I've worked for some absolute assholes and Shani can literally be like a witness to that. I've had some fuckers and I think um, the more I kind of got like beat down after every single job, the more I was kind of like, this is not going to be me forever. Like there's no way I'm going to be working for someone else forever. And I guess when I started nurturing my freelance business, I, at that time I was working for this venue that kind of gave me a lot of creative freedom and I had a lot of spare time and, it wasn't too busy. So I had time to kind of balance and focus on both. Uh, and then I got this job with Watson's Bay Boutique Hotel, which was something I was manifesting for like three years. Um, I applied for the job and I didn't get it. So for three years, I was like, I want this, I want this. And then in amongst that time, I started my freelance gig. So everything changed. And then all of a sudden I got this job and I had to put my whole freelance gig like on the side, put it on pause and just focus purely on this like, 12 to 16 hour long days, the most hectic job I've ever had, um, the most senior position I've ever had. Um, and it was so rewarding, but it was just like, I literally got so many gray hairs from it. It's like, <laughs> it's given me, it gave me a lot of stress. And I think my expectation from that role and the growth journey that I went through in starting my own business, just really like kept reminding myself that I had another vision and I had something else that I wanted to do. 
And um, I guess not not having to have that validation because, you know, I was working my ass off and I was achieving some really amazing results, but it was never good enough. It was like that those business owners are always trying to like more, 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 more. And it kind of just broke my spirit. And in the end of it, I was like, I don't really need this. I can do this on my own. And I literally just went one day, I'm resigning. I don't have a job. So I'm just going to resign and wing it and see what happens. And it's just been like the most amazing thing I've ever done for myself. I guess I've been really lucky too. I haven't really had to do much marketing because of the industry that I'm in. I've, you know, been able to make connections that have ended up getting me to where I am today. But I guess... Um, like I said, I've worked for a few um, a-holes in my time and I've been able to take everything that I've learned and just put it to something positive. And yeah, just one day decided that the rat race wasn't for me. And yeah, sometimes I have 16 hour days, but it's for working on my own business and my own goals. So just a change and a shift in mindset and kind of just knowing that there was something better out there than yeah, working for someone else for minimum wage. <laughs> <clears throat> And so you took that, made that big jump of going like nah, enough's enough and just resigning and going cold turkey and fully with. But did you have, was your little side hustle at that point enough for you to survive off? Or were you like really growing it from the ground up at that point? Or what kind of supported you to make that leap? Because I know there's a lot of girls in the line who have their own side hustle and would love to do that. The thought of that would probably scare the shit out of them. So talk me through that process. Honestly, did scare the shit out of me, and it was an umming and ahhing thing. You know, when I took the job at Watson's, I was like, I'm totally gonna have to put this business on pause. And at that point, I had F45 as a client, I had a gym wear label, Muscle Republic, who you also interviewed as a client. I had was working for like Mercedes Benz Fashion Week as a contractor, and I had these really cool, you know, Splendor in the Grass was another one. So I had to really consider my options and to be honest I didn't have a plan when I when I resigned I was just so fed up and so stressed and so overworked that I was like I had a really really good support with my family and um, my partner as well and he was just like I'm so sick of you coming home and stressing about these people just you're resigning tomorrow I was like okay um, and it literally took me about two weeks set up a couple of meetings and then that was kind of it and it went it boomed from there and um, I literally created a website in like a week um, and that was like my online coaching and then things just come that came through one after the other and it just really, it worked. So I don't know if that was the universe or if it was just, yeah, something I'd been manifesting. It was all the right timing and um, I guess my mindset as well. It's something that I've always wanted to do and I just didn't have a choice. I had no job mm -hmm. and I just was like, whatever, I'm going to give this a shot. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. it's been a really cool ride. I think that, I love that. Every time I hear you talk about that, I love it so much because you and I both had a very similar why and your why was that your pain just got to a point where it was big enough for you to say enough's enough. And I remember with me, like when I quit my nursing career, the thing that drove me was the pain and the environment that I was in and how hard I was working and how awful everyone was. And that there was, there's a lot of pain there that drove me. And, and I think for people who really want to create and make their side hustle, their full-time thing, they don't have to necessarily find something painful to, to get them to do that, to drive them. They've just got to find their why. And I remember like talking to you, Kayla, when all of this was going on for you, like, you, I know you would never say this about yourself, but you are an incredible event planner. Like I have seen the shit you have pulled off. And I, sometimes I'm like, 
my sister has made like what the hell you've got you know people flying from all over the world for your events and the things that you pull off are next level and I saw the effort and the work that you're putting into the work you were doing and you weren't getting rewarded for it you weren't you know it was just a pat on the back and it's like okay here's the next thing so I saw that pain within you and I think that's definitely what drove you and I think the day when you realized what your worth was and that you were much more worthy of what you were receiving I think that was enough for you to be like yeah no nah, this is like this has got to stop here and yeah, I, I love that you winged it because I, I always say to a lot of people and I'm pretty sure I said it to you too, I'm like, don't wing it, have a plan, like, you know, because that's my brain, I'm very structured and organised, but you were just like, nah, like, I'm doing it. Like, don't quit, don't quit, ah, shit, I'm quitting, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, I can't hold on anymore, but yeah, I mean, I don't recommend everyone doing that. <laughs> don't go yeah. on the box. But um, yeah, like you said, I was just really mentally and just ready ready for the curveballs. I had been through so many curveballs, even in the startup part of my process and my mm. business that I think I was just ready, like full guns very glaring. It was just like, mm. I'm gonna take it as it comes. And yeah, it's worked out luckily. Um, but yeah, it's been very, very hard. It hasn't been an easy feat. Um, and yeah, yeah, like it's really cool how I've been able to grow this business. In, initially it was just social media and now I'm still being able to do my events and, and my PR work and, you know, my marketing strategy. So I've been able to incorporate those things that I love as well as being able to help people too. And it's just so cool being able to one day decide I want to start doing this and then just implement it. It's awesome. Mm. That leads me to my next question. I, I'd love for you to share with us what your biggest lesson in entrepreneurship has been. Like what has been what, like the one thing that you've, you've, I guess you've learned from being a business owner. I guess it's like battling your own self-doubt. So self-doubt is like my worst enemy, I guess. And it's super, super easy to act, you know, like, you know me, Shani, I've only just started, you know, getting out there and doing the whole public speaking thing. And it's just getting over that self-doubt. And there's a lot of um, battling sabotage. And I think we touched on this at the business retreat as well. Like, it's so crazy when you start, you, especially you, when you explain what, sabotage is and why you're doing that to yourself so I think like the biggest thing that I've learned is just to trust in myself a little bit more and just believe that yeah my self-worth I just believe that um you know what I'm delivering is great and people are willing to work with me because of whatever reason I think um entrepreneurship can be a little bit lonely as well you know because you're doing everything on your own in the beginning and in the beginning you're just solely relying on yourself so just making sure that you can um fight those battles and just kind of overcome them and, and really believe in yourself. And um, I've made a really conscious effort this year to be doing some personal development and business development and joining women's group. And that's also been a massive like game changer for me, having that supportive backing as well from other business women. Um, so yeah, I think that's one thing that I, I, I guess my now me wishes that I told my three years ago start out me is just, just get it done and believe that it's going to happen and, and be really clear on your goals and just work towards them. Don't stop till you get there. <clears throat> Love it. Love it. <laughs> I'm like a massive believer too that I think the hardest part is just making that decision. Hey, like soon as you've decided that, yeah, like this is it or I've quit this, so I'm doing this now. Like once you've made the decision, it's like the universe just aligns or it, all these things come, come into your path and whether or not you're a spiritual person or whether or not you're a science person, there's, 
there's science and there's obviously people who have spiritual beliefs that back that. Cause it's like, you stop looking for all these things. Like you start actually looking for things that align with what you're looking for. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So it's like all those opportunities may have been there before, but you weren't looking at them because you're too busy trying to keep your head above water and keep your, your boss, like your boss impressed or your boss happy. As soon as you made that decision, you're like, nah, you know what? Like this side hustle, like this is actually what I want. This is what I'm passionate about. I have a vision for this. It's like, as soon as you've made that decision, it's like everything just kind of goes, here you go. <laughs> And I mean, I've been lucky to have you guys as mentors as well. And, you know, if there's ever a good book, you always swim it my way or if there's ever a cool event. So I do have to thank you guys a lot as well because a lot of the mindset change has been um, a lot of your learnings. And I literally have like all the books that you tell me like right here. So, yes. <laughs> girls, I honestly probably wouldn't have been able to, um, to do it either. So thank you. Aww, I'm so happy. That's <laughs> like. <laughs> What you were touching on before about self-sabotage, I read this really cool, I think it was a book, maybe we've watched a documentary about it, but even like the um, the amount of self-sabotage that you're experiencing at the moment, even if you're somebody who's tuning in, is actually a direct reflection of the people that you're hanging out with as well. So it's really cool. I know you said you're starting to hang out with like, obviously you're doing networking events and you're hanging out with women who are entrepreneurs themselves. But I think for me personally, that's what Babes in Business has been for me because I was a lone wolf before as a life coach having my own business. And it does, it gets so lonely. And so actually surrounding yourself with women who have the same values, who see the world the same way that you do, because I think being an entrepreneur is a way that you see the world. People have like an entrepreneur mindset or they have an employee mindset. We're not willing to make the same sacrifices or view the same things the same way. So I can definitely chime in and relate to what you said about that as well, because I think being around you girls definitely helps with the level of self-sabotage that I personally do now to what I used to do. <laughs> hundred percent. And I think it's also really good sometimes to sit in a group and go, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing and have other people go, neither. Like, let's have a wine and just forget about it for the day. So that's been really, really cool for me too. And being able to admit sometimes I have no idea what's, what's going to be the next step. And then obviously ends up sorting itself out. So yeah, it's been a really cool um, learning curve, I guess, for me as well this year. Speaking of learning curves, what's been the biggest mistake you've made since starting your business? You do you feel? Oh, I've made so many mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> we all have, haven't we? <laughs> um, uh, I guess some of the mistakes, the main one is I invested in all the wrong things in the beginning. You know, like I, at the beginning, I thought it was so, because I'm a marketer and I'm a creative, I thought it was so important that I had a logo and I paid someone like $1,000 in my very, very small income days. Um, to do that. So I think the mistakes that I made as well as winging it in the beginning was just um, not doing enough research and probably not seeking like a mentor in those early stages. So um, something that's really helped me, especially this year is getting a mentor and having that accountability. Um, and I guess the second mistake is thinking that I can do everything myself and don't get me wrong. Like I'm a massive believer in we can do it all because we can, but you just don't have to. Um, and I drove myself mental and gave myself probably way too many premature greys, just giving myself like too much expectation and too much pressure. You know, I mentioned before that we're doing like websites and all this stuff. That's not my niche, but it's something I can do. And it's just figuring out what your core strengths are and then just delivering those to the best of your ability and not trying to be everything, not trying to do everything and just, um, so yeah, really, really establishing what you, where you want your business to go and what you want it to be. And yeah, just getting that thing right and then getting the resources for all the rest of the things. 
Love it. Love it. And, you know, for, for anyone on the line listening who is someone who potentially wants to get into the events, PR marketing, social media realm like yourself, or even anyone who is in business and they're listening to this, like you, you're a pretty inspiring person. You know, you're, you're under the age of 30 and you've created a business from the ground up. You've traveled around the world with your business. You've gone to Bali for retreats. You're about to go to Greece. You've worked with some pretty big names already. And you're essentially a one man band with some subcontractors like you just mentioned. What would be your best piece of advice to someone who is just like dreaming of a business like that and, and really wants to grow their business to become their full-time thing? What, what would you say to them? Um, yeah, what would be your best piece of advice? I always get this question. I've had a lot of DMs, especially lately, and my story is like so crazy. I literally dropped out of uni. It just wasn't my thing and decided that I was just going to throw myself into everything that I could. And that was, in the beginning, it was volunteering to do the social media for free. Um, and not that I condone working for free, but in the beginning, I think it's really important if you're putting your hand up to learn something, um, that you just, yeah, you kind of have to bite the bullet and do that whole learning process for free. And, um, you know, with Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, I remember I volunteered for them in the beginning and then ended up getting contractual work for them. So. I think um, in my industry, you definitely have this, you know, expectation that you've got to go and get a bachelor's degree, but I'm probably like one sort of proof that you don't because all my upskilling has been on courses that I've chosen to do and subjects that I've chosen to do and things that I've really needed to progress further rather than sitting in a classroom, you know, learning a bachelor of marketing and arts. So um, I think for people trying to break into my industry, it's really, really important to know exactly what you want to do. Some people say to me, oh, I want to be an event manager. And I'm like, really? Because it's hard. And you're working like Christmas day, New Year's Eve, New Year's day. Like, do you really want this? So I think it's really important to really research and test out these, these jobs before you go and throw yourself into all of them. I've literally wanted to be every, everything under the sun. Um, and it's taken me probably, yeah, 27 years or 26 years to actually figure out my niche and figure out, what I love doing, what I don't love doing. Um, and yeah, I guess for me, my journey, I was super, super keen. And in every single role that I did, I just always took on these extra jobs. And even if it was, you know, kind of overdoing what my job description was, I just threw myself in completely and just took over. Um, the first social media um, handle that I ever took over was Beach Road Hotel, which was my first job here in Sydney. And at the time, they didn't even have an Instagram. And I was just like, I'm doing it. Like, give it to me. So it's just doing things like that, showing initiative and seeing an opportunity and just grabbing it and just going with it. Um, a lot of the people, you know, social media especially is so saturated right now that a lot of the people just um, start out and just don't, you don't know where to start. So I think that's the perfect um, thing for me. The perfect tip would be just to try and put your hand up in your current workplace and say, hey, can I give this a go? Um, and in that sense, you're not going to damage any self-esteem or anything like that because it's something that you're learning and doing for free. So I felt like that was a really, really good way for me to step up was no one was expecting me to do this. It was just a, something extra that I picked up. And then it was something that I found that I loved and that I was really, really good at. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my advice. <laughs> I think I listening to your 
story. Anybody can obviously tell that you've you've got you've got that self belief. Like I know you said, although you struggle with self doubt, there's a lot of you come across like I know what I want, I know what I'm capable of, I'm going to go do it. Um, but I know that obviously you all know as business owners, the journey isn't that simple and it's not that easy. So has there been moments where you've like wanted to quit? You've had FaceTime moments. You're like, what have I done? Like I don't want to do this anymore. And it, when that comes up, how have you dealt with it? Like what's been your go-to? I have, I've used to have like constant meltdowns. I used to just throw the towel in like every couple of months. And especially when I was starting out with my freelance business and I had a full-time job and I was doing that on the side and I was trying to juggle everything. And then on top of that, I had to fund this business. So I was working in a bar as well. And I just had so much going on. Um, I sacrificed holidays and stuff for this business and starting it up and saving for it. And every single tax return, I remember people were going to Europe and I was just like, Oh my God, I'm stuck in this bar working. I only <laughs> wake up tomorrow and go to work again. And you know, it's, it was kind of really daunting um, I chucked the towel in so many times. And I think in the end, um, the best thing that I've learned is to just take a breath rather than giving up. Sometimes all you need is like a, okay, shut the book for a couple of days and then come back and everything will be fine. Um, I guess a really, really big um, support that I've had is Shani and my mom and my dad and, and my boyfriend as well. So every single time I get a little bit like shitty with life, I have them to kind of kick me up the ass and be like, no, get back there, girl. So I'm really lucky that I have them. And I am as much as, you know, I, you know, I know what I'm talking about or whatever. I'm a quiet achiever. So a lot of the time my friends don't even know what's going on and what I'm doing. They're just like, oh, you're so busy. Um, and that's purely just based on my own, you know, quiet achieving self over here. But one um, support network that's been a massive thing for me is definitely my family, my boyfriend. So every single time I have a meltdown and they've probably dealt with my really shit mood swings a lot. So I'm sorry. <laughs> and thank you for putting up with those, but just having those really core people support you and um, believe in you as well is something that's really helped me get through. I think it's so um, important to touch on that because like so many people look at whether it's business, lots of businesses online, but they just think, Oh yeah, they're sweet. Like they're working for themselves. They get to work on their own time. They have the flexibility and, like they're just killing it but especially in the online space that we're all working it's like they don't see those face down moments like they think we've got our shit together and there's definitely moments we're all like uh i don't know what to do here or like <laughs> and like you said <laughs> yeah. like you said before like yes there's still days where you're working 16 hour days but there's that gratitude of that that thing that you're getting to do it for you and you're, there's actually you're getting the reward of that or you have that autonomy around that so i think it's really cool that we touch on that yeah, definitely. And I mean, working a 16 hour day is so much better doing it for yourself than someone else. Like it just puts you off as much when it's for you. So um, yeah, definitely. So true. <laughs> <laughs> so before we wrap things up, um, I, re I think that people will really benefit from hearing a little thing a little tip about maybe around social media and building a business online because you've done it so amazingly well. You've also taught a lot of us how to do it um, and a lot of our growth online is definitely because of you and because of all the tips and tricks you've given us. So for someone who does want to build their business online, what would be one tip for them um, for you for that, that they could start doing today? Maybe something that they're not doing or maybe they, they think something that's not important what would be your biggest number one? Like you must do this to build your business online. 
or number one, I think. And I've been noticing lately a lot with my clients and the people that I'm coaching is they don't have um, competitors or those inspirational people or accounts. And I feel like for me, um, I've been able to establish my key message and my, you know, my core message for my business by having a few different profiles that I get to research and look into and, and kind of keep, that's how I keep up with trends and stuff as well. Like there's a few pages that I go, oh, this person's doing something cool. Like keep an eye on this page. And I feel like it's really important for you to establish what your business strengths are and what the weaknesses are and what the opportunities are. Um, and I find that my competitors and my most inspirational accounts are where I go to for that. So establishing um, exactly who your target audience is um, and that's really, really easy sometimes going into your, I hate to say it, but going into like your competitor's profile and going, this is the exact follower I do want. This is the exact follower I don't want. Um, and in saying that too, one thing that really just grinds my gears, especially with some clients is, and it's really important to grow your following. Yes. But it's really important to also realize that a follower doesn't equal um, a return. So you're not going to make money off each and every follower. So it's really important to focus on those things like the branding of your page and the key message in your page and making sure that when someone lands on your page, they know exactly what you are and what's going on. One thing I'll be honest in saying is in the beginning of my development of this business, originally I was social society. And when I transferred over to social collective, you know, people were like, what do you, what are you, what do you do? Like you do cool stuff and you're always doing stuff, but what do you do? And that kind of made me sit down and rebrand my whole business. And it's actually a really fun task sitting down and going through your whole business model and becoming like really organized and structured and setting goals, setting goals, like the biggest thing that you could possibly do for your business. Um, and just being really clear on your strategy. <clears throat> I love it. I love it. I think one of the best things that I learned from you as well was, um, not only making sure people know what your message is and what you're all about, but also interacting with them and yeah. not just being like a, I'm going to post now and leave. It's I'm going to post now and interact and um, yeah, get to know my tribe. Social media, yet no one really gets that whole aspect of it, the social aspect. And in terms of algorithms and stuff, it's like that's the easiest way to get ahead. So that's another little secret tip, I guess, as well, is definitely engaging um, and being social and connecting with people online and, you know, especially your business, but my business as well. I've been able to hire people through my Instagram account. I've been able to get jobs through my Instagram account. And that's purely just based on me connecting in, um, you know, engaging um, with people rather than just posting and then disappearing for a couple of days. So that's super important as well. That's so that's crazy space. Like not just business wise, I always laugh. The fact that's how Shani and I connected. Like she's one of my best friends. If it wasn't for social media, it wasn't just a random post. When it was like the same thing, you know who you're targeting, you know who your target market is, like you have the same values, the same passion. Oh, you swear. I was just like, just like your Yeah, it's so true. I'm like, cool. Like this girl likes the sun. She likes travel. Like she likes health. Um, she like everything's holistic. I'm like, cool. Like I want to be a friend. And it's so crazy how quickly you can make an assumption of someone on social media, which is why it's so powerful you know how to do it right it's like just the pictures you were the emojis that you use um it's crazy and we did this um this task in bali which i think is really really important for starting out as well you just said it laws like 
when you landed on Shani's page, you're like, oh, this chick, I want this girl to be my best friend. And I think that you need to build your strategy around that and like who you want to be your next best friend. And Shani, you did, and Loz, you did this task in Bali. And I feel like it's a really fun task. Um, and it helps you establish exactly what your page should look like and what message you should be relaying on your page. And that's how you guys meet each other. So obviously you nailed it, Shani. <laughs> well, you guys just don't know this, but I found Lauren and then I changed my personality. So she liked me. <laughs> that's really stalkery. Really weird, but... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it stalk me. It was a good fit. I did stalk she took me on a breakfast date and then it was like, just love it first night. So, <laughs> so Kayla, obviously you have, you know, incredible knowledge. You've got amazing programs, free eBooks, like so many ways that people can connect with you and work with you. What's the best way that people can connect with you and work with you? I know you've got like a free Facebook group where you give free advice away. Like tell us a little bit about where our followers can find you. So at the moment, we're just doing a rebrand on Social Collective. So we do have a website. Um, currently, it's still the socialsociety.co. And that's just basically our one-on-one -on -one training and social media training focused portal. Um, what we're building and um, it's in the final kind of development stages is our Social Collective page. So I guess the best thing would be, and like I said before, is connect with us through our free Facebook group. Um, this group has, I think we're up to nearly 700 members now and they're all like interactive, amazing members. They're all people like you who are starting out or have been through the journey. Some of them are in like their sixth, seventh, tenth year of business. And it's just like a really cool place to connect. And I always post my free tutorials on there and all my free resources and downloadables. And, um, you know, every single time I find out something new, I always post it in there. And, you know, you guys are the first to know about all the cool updates um, so I think uh, definitely connect with me on Instagram too. So I've got at social collective underscore. Um, and that's kind of like, you'll see a little bit more about my work and what we're up to behind the scenes. Um, but if you want to get involved in our training and be involved with the social society, then I think the best thing to do would be to come into our group. Um, you know, Loz is in there, Shani's in there. There's a bunch of other really inspiring people in there and heaps of different businesses to collaborate with. One thing I've noticed that's really like, awesome is people in this group are starting to work together and collaborate which is great um yeah and another another great way to grow on social media is connect and collaborate so definitely join us in the facebook group uh, probably give you that link as well so you can find it easily um and yeah just yeah. free to message me or dm me on instagram i love kind of meeting new people people ask me all the time to do audits on their page so if that's something that you're looking to have i'm happy to help there as well um, or just say hi, connect with me, let's chat, <laughs> let's be friends. Let's, oh, be <laughs> let's be social. I love that. We will link all of those links down below so that everyone can have access to you. Thank you so much for being on for us. We are so grateful. It's been fun. Thanks so much, girlies. This is awesome. We hope you loved that episode of the Babes Talking Business vlogcast, guys. We're just loving bringing you these episodes. Our mission is to share and add value to your week, whether you're a budding entrepreneur or you're a veteran in the owning your own business game. Don't forget, if you're loving our podcast, we would like love for you to rate us and drop us some love on the iTunes app because we want to know your feedback. We want to know what you're thinking. 
once a week, one lucky reviewer will be shouted out on our Instagram. So when you leave us some feedback on the iTunes app, don't forget to include your Instagram handle and or your website so that we can shout you out. Guys, you can follow us on Instagram by going to at Babes Talking Business. You can check out our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com. And this podcast is actually a vlogcast as well, meaning you can watch each and every single interview by heading over to our YouTube channel. All the links for all of these are below in the podcast notes and on our website as well. Thanks for tuning in.